Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be with you today. It's one of my favorite times of year here at That Sounds Fun. Today, we're kicking off our special series called Ennea Summer 2021. The Enneagram is a tool that we love around here that helps us to know ourselves better and love our people better. It is just a tool, one of the many that can help with personal growth, but one that we find really interesting and helpful. So if you're newer around here and haven't listened to any of summer before, we're going to spend the next few weeks hearing from a male and a female who identify as each of the types one through nine. These are my friends or friends of friends who are just normal people who've taken time and done the work to understand themselves and use the Enneagram as a resource to help them with that. This is our third summer talking about the Enneagram, so you can go back and listen to Ennea Summer 2019 and Ennea Summer 2020, but we're doing something a little different during Ennea Summer 2021. We're focusing in on where each type goes in stress and where they go in security. I am learning so much, you guys. From our friends that are on these shows and all these conversations, I know you're going to learn a lot as well. And I have a little surprise for you. The Ennea Summer 2021 episodes will show up in your podcast app wherever you love to listen on Mondays and Fridays. And you're going to hear a regular episode on Wednesdays. That's right, friends. That Sounds Fun is going to three days a week. Cue the confetti cannons. Let's go Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So again, that's any of summer shows on Mondays and Fridays this month and a regular episode with a guest that we love on Wednesdays. So today on the show, we are kicking off our Any of Summer series with an expert. We do this every year. And this year it is Enneagram coach Haley Watkins. Now listen, she is one of my best friends on this planet. We've been friends our whole lives, but she's also an Enneagram coach. And I think you're really going to enjoy and learn from her perspectives. She's going to give us an introduction into our Ennea Summer series, especially talking about where each number goes in stress and where each number goes in security. You guys are going to love this conversation. So get ready. Ennea Summer 2021 starts right now with Enneagram coach Haley Watkins. Haley Watkins, Enneagram coach. Welcome to That Sounds Fun. Thank you. I guess welcome back to to That Sounds Fun. I'm a returning guest. You're a returning guest. You've already done Mm -hmm. this. And Christmas party, no, 12 days of Christmas, 2019? Mm -hmm. Yes. You and were, I had friends, so it was easier because I had <laughs> friends with me. I had, like, compadres. And and what does that make me in this story, Haley? What does that make me? Well, like, you're, like, in charge. Like, the, we, it was, like, us who are uncomfortable and you who are comfortable. <laughs> what the world needs to know, number one, I, will you back up and tell a little bit about your Enneagram coaching experience? Like, what do you do? What do you love to do? How'd you get trained? Like, kind of tell us who you are in the Enneagram coaching world. Yes. Um, So I have been deep in Enneagram for about four years. I was introduced to it by you. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I got interested in it. I remember us eating at Takier Takier Tsunami. Yes. You talking about it. And I remember thinking, dang, I wish I knew that much about myself. Like you, like we're learning about yourself. I think watching you mm-hmm. grow really got me interested. And then the first, I took a test, did not test correctly. And then, but the first time I heard the nine described, it was like somebody's in my head. Wow. And especially nines. Cause we don't, 
think about what's going on inside very often. I think nines kind of can go deep pretty quickly because we're like, what is this? Yeah. So just um, got introduced to your Enneagram coach and um, we love her following along. Yes. Reading books. And she offered a coaching course. And I was like this. I taught in a former life. This felt like something I could do, but flexibly because I have so many people at my house. <laughs> Children, um, just for the world in to charge know. Of, um, <laughs> four people who are very busy. So it was. A, it seemed like a great. Uh, I love teaching. I love being in front of groups, and and it was really interesting to me. So I kind of jumped out, signed up for that course, and um, very quickly after, I kind of hit it where people were starting to get really interested. Started. Um, with groups mainly, um, I may, I focus on corporate teams, groups, um, we have worked with Delta, Brass Building Gory, uh, Chick-fil-A, some other corporations and done churches and schools and things like that. And just have really enjoyed it. Um, obviously have not been able to do quite as much in the last year. So I'm looking forward to kind of things opening back up and people are already, you know, talking and do a little bit of personal coaching, not a ton. I, I really prefer kind of the group dynamic, but, um, why is that? Why do you like talking to groups the most? I, you know, I think it's the, it's the back and forth with in different relationships. It's really fun and interesting for like somebody to hear something about somebody else. And then they look over and there's like this light bulb moment of, Oh, you're like, you don't hate me. Mm. That's just, (laughs) that is our personalities at war. Mm. And if we just kind of can lay those things down and understand it's not personal, there's some just really cool moments in groups. Uh, You know, I like to be in front of people that sort, you know, give me a microphone and I kind of enjoy that sort of thing as well. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> um, right. You know, the performance aspect of it a little bit from our three comes out a little bit. I Yeah, it's just, it's so fun. It's yeah. the, yeah, we do game, I do games. We do, it's just, it's a really fun, it's a fun little job to have. So. And the other side, and you're specifically the right coach for this one, because the other side is we've been friends for actually 30 years. <laughs> That's 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 a little that's a weird. Little much. <laughs> no, <laughs> I we're like twenty eight. So how's that possible? Did we, we have, just graduate high school? We just moved in together at the University of <laughs> Georgia. Just go on choir tour, right? Right. Oh my gosh, choir tour. <laughs> and so when I was thinking about the right coach to lead us into this season of any summer, where we're talking so much about what our stress numbers and our security numbers and mm-hmm. where we go in our lives, like. I just thought, man, I want a coach who has watched me as a seven transform and grow and change over literally my entire life. Absolutely. And, and mutual. Yeah. It's how I even got interested. Some people are like, how do I get other people interested in the Enneagram? I'm like, talk about how you're growing and Mm. people around you be like, oh my gosh, are you serious? You know, like you don't even have to use the word Enneagram. And I think that's what I saw in you. Yeah. was I saw change because I knew you before yes. and I saw this introspection that was different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to know more about it myself too. So Can we start with a really hard question? Uh-huh. <laughs> For everybody, if you're new to this whole conversation, Haley identifies as a nine, I identify as a seven. Nines and sevens go great together. It's just very they perfect. Do. I know. Yep. Haley, uh, some of the pushback we get every year is about the origins of the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. Can you just kind of help us have some language for when someone says the Enneagram's from the devil? No, it's not. But the Enneagram's also not in the Bible. 
And so yeah. it's just a tool is something we say at the start of every episode. But yes. will you talk a little bit about what is that pushback? Why does that happen? And what's the what is actually true about the origins of the Enneagram from what you studied? I mean, realistically, we do, we don't know. It is it is old. <laughs> it is it is transformed. It has changed over time. It has been kind of a has a lot of moving parts, and it really didn't become what it is. What we're using it, the system we are technically talking about today, really until you know, kind of the mid 1900s when once it got to American, kind of started mixing with our understandings of brain science and psychology and, you know, all of those kinds of things kind of brought it to what we see it as. You know, when you look at it long ago, it's a little bit harder to recognize, honestly. I mean, obviously the same system and the same ideas, but really has kind of been fleshed out in the Mm -hmm. last 50 to 60 years, I would say, uh, in the usable way. You know, there was not a lot of even writings on it um, until 50s, 60s. It was taught orally. Um, so again, all of those things together feel a little like ugh, squidgy, but I, like you said, the tool thing I think is the best way to think it through. You can use a tool to build someone a home and, or you can use it to smash their window in, you know, it's the same tool. It's how you're using it and who's using it, whose hand it's in. So I would say, you know, you might want to be aware of who's teaching you the Enneagram of whose hand the tool is in, mm-hmm. um, and you can pick and choose. There's so many choices of who's teaching it these days. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it can be used for good or, or can be used for evil. So it's either, it's just like any other tool. I think for our faith friends, that's why Beth McCord and your Enneagram coach is so helpful because she really ties it so mm-hmm. yes. tightly to the gospel. And that's your training as well. Yeah. Yes. I was trained with her. You use a lot of the same language. But the great thing about it, it, it is such a neutral tool. It's helpful across the board. You can right. you can use yeah, it. Yeah, Delta, you probably don't talk a ton about I gospel. don't. I mean, but it's a lot. It's very few words I have to pull out because it is these common principles of just understanding how to be a, a, a good person on this earth, yeah. you know, and, and understanding yourself and loving other people well um, is universal. I mean, that's something everybody wants. So, and to, to be an efficient team and to work together well and to understand each other. So yes. And I will say Beth has, um, I think on her, probably on her website as well, but I know she's done a, um, a couple, uh, podcast herself on the specifics of how we can use it and be confident of it. Um, so she, she's a great, much better resource. I think she has compiled all of the the kind of answers to that question as yeah. well. We'll find those and link to those in the show yes. notes today too. Yeah. Okay, so this is our third summer doing any of summer. So there mm-hmm. are people who have figured out their the number they identify with the most. There are people who are new this year and they don't they have not even heard of the Enneagram of this tool to help us better understand ourselves and each other. Mm-hmm. Will you kind of go through there's nine numbers. Will you just do the mm-hmm. high view of what the Enneagram is and then tell us like a sentence or so about each number just help us to kind of learn all nine for our friends listening we will have for the rest of this month for we have nine episodes coming you get one with each number that's really going to deep dive into each number but Haley will you just kind of give us the overview yes all right so there are nine types type one is known as the reformer improver or perfectionist they have a need to be perfect Mm. type two is known as the helper the befriender or the giver they have a need to be needed. Type three is the achiever, performer, or producer. They have a need to succeed. 
Type four is known as the individualist, the romantic, or the artist. They have a need to be seen, heard, and understood. Mm. Type five is the observer, investigator, or thinker. They have a need to perceive or be fully understood. Type six is a loyalist, devil's advocate, troubleshooter. They have a need to feel secure. Type seven, Annie, is the entertainer, enthusiast, adventurer. They have a need to avoid pain. Type eight, challenger, boss, or maverick. They have a need to stand independently. And type nine, which is me, is the peacemaker, negotiator, mediator. We have a need to avoid and those titles are just kind of like handholds. Like mm. not every ty- person of that type may resonate with every of those kind of titles. They're just kind of helpful to think, what what is this kind of type I'm talking about here? Mm-hmm. There, So those, you may see those exact titles in places or you may see something else. Some people use other titles as well. But the needs are, remember the, the unconscious motivations of what we need is kind of at the base of our type. Um, that's what kind of sets the Enneagram apart is that we are, that it is looking at motivations, not behaviors. Um, and that's really important to focus on. And those needs are your motivations and what motivates you in pretty much everything. Yeah. And that's how we keep from typing other people is we actually don't know their motivations. No, it's internal. So, and sometimes people don't know their own. A lot of people don't know what they're motivated by. A right. lot of people haven't even stopped to think. So you can, yeah. I mean, Instagram's super fun, but a lot of that's behaviors because it's really hard to, you have to think, you have mm-hmm. to like really reflect to say, is this what I'm motivated by? Or is this just a behavior I have? Right. Any type can have any behavior. It's why they have that behavior. That's really important. Yeah. I like to think if, if like someone came into a restaurant and yelled fire, we may all do mm-hmm. the exact same thing, but we're going to do it for nine different exactly. reasons. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you could walk through it and say what those nine things are. And they're all, yeah, all different, all, uh, motivated in a different way, but doing the same thing. How do we figure out what, what type we most identify with if we don't know? Um, reading good descriptions um, is the, the main thing that I tell people. There are, and we live in a time where there, there are tons of them. It didn't, I, I, I would say even four years ago when I started this, right. there were like three or four websites that you could give really good descriptions. I always say Enneagram Institute, um, that's, they're, it's Don Riso and Russ Hudson. They're kind of the gurus. um, And they have written a lot of the books. A lot of what we're going to talk about today is from one of their books. So EnneagramInstitute.com has really good descriptions, um, solid descriptions. Uh, I always recommend that. And your Enneagram coach, she also has free descriptions, you know, so Mm -hmm. there's lots of good places um, to look at what those descriptions are. And then you've got to do a little bit of self-observation and see, is this what I'm seeing? Some of, some people like me, when I heard nine described, dead on. Like, Same, yeah. oh my gosh, reading my mail in my head. Some people, it takes time. Mm-hmm. And lots of people, it takes lots of time. And that's fine too. And some people, that's good work is even finding your type is is doing some good work, just some self-reflecting. Yeah. Because um, some of the types look alike and do things similarly and you have to, you may take some time and that's not, that's not a big deal. That's Where do you fall on people taking quizzes? I think it's a helpful way to start. Um, I actually have, when I go in with a team, a, especially a big team, I have all of them take the the ready test, R-H-E-T-I, from the Enneagram Institute, the paid mm-hmm. test, the like 40-minute long one. And I, But they send me the scores, and I go through them, and that's how we start. I tell them, don't, this is your top number, might be your 
type and it might not be. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say if people take that, I have rarely found anybody that has been outside the top, their top four. Ah, okay. So more than likely if you take that test, look at um, the top your four. type is somewhere in the top four, um, more than likely. And like I said, that's, a, that's your starting point. So that can be how to kick out five mm-hmm. and start with the, if you're mm-hmm. just like, I have no idea. So that, that's my biggest suggestion is I get it. Tests are fun. Uh, you know, that kind of thing, but don't take it for gospel truth. When you get it back, you've got to keep going. You've got to then read the descriptions of those top four or, listen to a podcast with a person of that type and see if you yeah. resonate. Yes. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say is there's a lot of great, po- I mean, your Enneagram coach has yes. one, Ian Kron, mm-hmm. Suzanne oh my gosh, there's so there's many now. so right. many great Enneagram and so coffee. Many. And we have any yeah. summer 2019 and 2020 and now yeah. 2021 that you can listen mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. six different people of your type by the end of mm-hmm. this month that, yes. and see which ones you connect with the most. Right. And that is honestly the best way, especially if you're trying to learn about another type Mm-hmm. is to listen to, like, if you're married to a five, listen to all the five podcasts you can find. There won't be as many as five, <laughs> but, but you know, they, they don't like to talk very much. But if another number, just go find all of the podcasts you can find on that mm-hmm. type. And it really will help you kind of see into their brain a little yeah, bit and yeah. help you understand them better. So podcasts are a great way to learn the Enneagram for sure. Yes. And so one of the things we wanted to do this year is kind of if if everything we've done so far here at That Sounds Fun has been kind of 101 level, we aren't trying to go to 201. We aren't trying to be an expert podcast, but we want to go to like 102 level class, you know, like where we go a mm-hmm. little bit deeper. And so I really wanted to look at, Haley, how every number, every one of us and the number we identify in goes somewhere and stress, a different number, there's a line drawn to another number in stress and a line drawn to another number in security. And Mm -hmm. is there a better way to explain that? Well, you think about the the graphic framework, the actual symbol itself is created with purpose and meaning, like the lines mean something. And so that's what we're talking about when we're talking about the lines is you you look at that actual Enneagram symbol and see what lines you're connected to. So, yes, so they're, and we're all connected to two, and, um, like, so this is from Wisdom of the Enneagram, which is by Riso and Hudson that I was talking about a little while ago. Mm -hmm. They describe it, it might be described as security, sometimes it's described as integration or growth. That line shows the natural development towards wholeness, just kind of your natural line of moving towards wholeness. Okay. And then the other line is uh, stress or disintegration, disintegration, disintegration? Am I saying that wrong? I think no. Disintegration. Disintegration. Something disintegrate. Disintegrate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay. Second grade teacher. Way to go. uh, That one focuses on what behaviors we manifest when we have pushed the behaviors of our type to the limit Um, through stress, through overwhelm, through you know, a a number of things can kind of get you there. Both ways describe our coping mechanisms. You know, in good and bad ways of Mm -hmm. ways we cope. And understanding the movements and recognizing them in our daily lives is going to be extremely helpful uh, in figuring out how we can develop. Yeah, that one of the things everyone will hear on our nine episodes coming that we've had Suzanne Stabile come in and kind of give us an overview of the number and then an overview of where they go in stress and where they go in security. And mm-hmm. one of the things she said to me, Haley, that I have never thought about is I always thought my security number was good. I was healthy when I'm mm-hmm. showing showing some behaviors like a five. I'm unhealthy as a seven when I show behaviors like a one. And mm-hmm. but they they actually are both for me. They're both 
to mm-hmm. help me. Yes. And I would say, you know, that that's almost like a deeper level of understanding. Like if that, if that makes people's eyes cross today, it's like, just start with the basic stress and security okay, and then step into, okay, what does that mean? What does that mean for me next? Or yes. how can I use that for my good? Or how can I use that for my growth? Yeah, it is. I think again, the, the Enneagram is like this ocean and it's like, finding your type is like stepping in a, a titch yeah. and then stress and security is going a little deeper. And then there's just so much you can do with it. So I, I do tell people, it's like, if this feels overwhelming, back up a little bit and, you know, mm-hmm. and stay at the point where it feels comfortable and you feel like you're learning more about yourself and don't go too deep, too fast. But yes, they're both are useful. I think that, uh, that the reason I wanted to focus on that, uh, People sometimes want us to talk about wing, what wing you are. Like a seven can wing six or eight. You can wing. The only Mm -hmm. ones that you can wing are the ones next to you, next to your Mm -hmm. number in the circle. Like a bird. Yeah, like a bird. They got to be touching. Yep. And and then sometimes people want to talk, want me to talk about the different subtypes. But I thought, man, what I want to talk about. I know it's so (laughs) deep. And I thought, man, I want to, I want to go toward. How when when we when our life is stressful, how do we cope? And when we're feeling really safe and secure, what are our behaviors there too? Yes. And I just yep. thought that was a really interesting thing. Will you tell let's start by talking about the secure number? So so if I no matter what number you are, you have a number you go to in security. Yes. And I'm gonna back up a little bit. Oh yeah, Anya. fix me. Fix we're gonna me. we're we're gonna talk about we're just for a moment, we're gonna talk about a concept called levels of development. Okay. Um, because I think it's helpful in visualizing what even stress and security mean. And so the levels of development is just a framework that is kind of makes growth and deterioration clear. It helps us understand what level we're at when we're growing and when we're deteriorating, when we're okay. falling down. Which and both can happen on a this, Tuesday, right? Yes. This yeah. is so it it looks there's a visual for it. It looks like a cylinder. And like if you mm. put the Enneagrams, I maybe y'all can like put this in the notes or something. Okay. I I hate that I can't show people, but it's imagine a cylinder with the Enneagram symbol on top. Yeah. And we are moving up and down that thing all the time in these levels of like when you're at the top of the cylinder, you're like perfection of your type. Not many of us get there That's very often. Jesus, yeah. Kind of, yes, there's there's literally nine levels described by Enneagram teachers. And there are books that have a page and a half description of every type. Oh my gosh. So if you're interested, yes. So when you're, it's deep and it's under, but it's understanding your mental and emotional stat- status as well of yeah. where you are on that cylinder. And that can be quick movements based on what's happening each day. You can yeah. go up and down that cylinder kind of mid-cylinder is autopilot, where most of us hang out. And that's the typically described behaviors of the type also. So when we're describing types in a class, online, it's the autopilot. It's not the healthy version. It's not the super unhealthy version, typically. It's kind mm-hmm. of the middle where the personality's in charge, yeah. the personality's making the run. That's what we see on those Enneagram accounts, right? Or those Instagram accounts, where it's like, yes. here's what a four would do on the day they have to go vote. Mm-hmm. Here's what an eight will do on the day they yes. have to So what they're usually yes. describing is the behaviors of someone who is Almost not healthy, but not unhealthy. Just a neutral personality. Autopilot. Trait. Yep. Yep. Okay. Right in the middle of the cylinder, and and also it tells you kind of why that 
there's no single trait that can be true of every type because it depends right. on where they are on that cylinder. Like right. they may not be doing certain things that are described if they're really healthy or if they're unhealthy mm-hmm. <laughs> for mm-hmm. that matter. Yeah. They're, they have fallen into worse behaviors right. um, at that point. So you can, it, it really depends where you are on that. And I, and I'll throw this out there too, for people that are in past that are pastors or counseling or are working with people Understanding levels of development, I think, is valuable because when you read through the levels of development of each type and see just somebody falling down that cylinder, oh, you go like, you can, we gotta help. You can hear where they are. You can hear where they are. You can understand where they are, and that they, yes, they need to get back up. Mm-hmm. Falling down that cylinder is usually unconscious. Mm-hmm. Moving back up is usually has to be intentional, and yes. you're paying attention. Yes, like floating down a river, you got to stand up and you got to walk up river. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of thinking those. If to mix metaphors there. So I want us to remember that cylinder because when we're stressed out, we actually fall down that cylinder first. Mi- Suzanne, I love how she says it. She calls your misbehaving in your type first. Like <laughs> oh, yeah, you you're misbehaving sh- in you your sh- type yes. first. Oh, yes. that's brilliant. So yeah. the first thing I'm going to do before I have any mm-hmm. signals like I'm acting like a one, yep. I'm going to be an unhealthy seven. Yes, you're going to be falling down that cylinder, showing average... And to lower than average. Yeah. <laughs> and so th- soon, hopefully, you recognize those first. Yeah. But yep. if you don't recognize those things, you're misbehaving in your type, you reach out to these. Uh, it, it, it's it's acting out in psychology. You act right. out with these other new behaviors. You don't become right. that type. I, as a nine, when I fall down, I reach out and then grab on to the six unhealthy behaviors that are very unlike me and hopefully are meant to wake me up. That's mm-hmm. the first way that number can take care of me. It stops me from following, falling down that cylinder. Oh, if I can pay attention. Yeah. If I can grab hold of the one things, it keeps me from sliding down the cylinder and making me more unhealthy in my sevenness. If you're paying attention, if you're paying wow, attention, Haley. if you're paying attention to like, dang, oh no, here I am. I've heard, I, I can't remember what, which book it was in, but I've heard it described as like when you're falling out of a tree, you're trying to grab at branches. So you don't yep. fall all the way down. Yep. Yep. So it's like, you're reaching out. If you're paying attention, that should be your red flag or has, as Beth describes it, the rumble strips that yeah. help you get yes, back on. Yes. Because again, they're so different. And it's again, it's unconscious, it's compulsive, it just happens. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when you those behaviors show up, you're like, How did I get here? <laughs> right. You know what happened? Right. Yeah. Hey friends, just taking a short break from this conversation to give a shout out to our amazing partners ritual. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something we take every day. That's one of the many reasons I love my Ritual multivitamins. Around here, we do our best to be good friends to ourselves, and that includes being intentional about what we consume. A multivitamin should contain key nutrients and forms your body can actually use to help fill gaps in our diets, but they shouldn't have unnecessary extras, right? So Ritual's delayed release capsule design delivers high quality nutrients, including vitamin D3 and just two daily pills. I've been taking Ritual vitamins daily for about a year, and I love knowing what nutrients I'm getting and where they come from. Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. And they're now available for women and men and teens. They deliver to your door every month and shipping is always free. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. So get your key nutrients without any of the stuff you don't need. Ritual is offering our friends, that's you, 10% off your first three months. So visit Ritual. 
com slash that sounds fun to start your ritual today. And now back to our conversation with Haley. But it sounds like what you're saying is when we get to there, when we grab a hold of some of those behaviors from the number we go to in stress, we actually mm-hmm. are protecting ourselves from getting really unhealthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It, it can. Yes. yes. If you're paying attention, if you're noticing. Oh, I just remembered the tree analogy. I said I forgot what book it was in, but I remembered it's from Sacred Enneagram. And it has been super helpful in me figuring out kind of how this whole cylinder thing works. And I will say too, I think it's important, and Suzanne probably will say this too, is you don't become that, I don't become a six when right. I grab onto those. I'm still a nine. The, I am only taking on those behaviors. I am not taking on the motivations of the six at all. Yes. I'm still motivated like a nine. I'm just adding on these <laughs> unhealthy behaviors Yes, to and that's really important to remind people that we are, Yes, you don't I, become I don't become type. a one. I just mm-hmm. grab on to some one behaviors of perfectionism mm-hmm. and getting it done. And and I'm going to yeah. tell you, when Suzanne said, Annie, your stress number serves you, I went, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, when I start spiraling, I get really mm-hmm. organized, and it yeah. stops me from losing control. Right. So, let, so let's look at it. So I, I always teach from my number because I know my number best. As right. a nine, I'm typically flexible, go with the flow. I don't really care what's going on. Um, you know, chaos all around me. Yeah. I'm pretty cool, calm and collected, but that's going on too long. I'm stressed. I'm anxious. I'm overwhelmed. I start getting anxious. I start okay. thinking my particular thought patterns are everyone's going to die. Like oh, immediately yeah. they're like world is coming to an end. Worst right. case, absolute worst case scenarios in every everything. And those mm. th- thoughts spin. Sixes yeah. have that um, hamster wheel brain. So hamster wheel brain kicks in definitely, uh, again, not like my normal self. And I get, I get more defensive and suspicious of what's going on around me. Right. And, and the people around me probably don't enjoy me quite as much because the, the go along to get along kind of person. (laughs) All right. It It is, it is. Yeah, it can. Yes. And, and I'll, uh, how it can, I will say, so how it can serve me is as a nine where I'm kind of complacent. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not a doer. I see what needs to be done, but I don't do it typically. Um, sixes like work to get their security back. So it can't, it can help me bring some action in. Yeah. Not in a super healthy way. Like we're going to see with a three in a second, but it helps me get moving. It helps me try to get things in order or try yeah. to get some things done so that I can calm those anxiety because it's such an uncomfortable place. Yeah. Because I don't like to be anxious. I don't like to, you know, have that crazy mm-hmm. going mind. Mm-hmm. So what, so what are the, so seven is what you are and yep. you go to one or go to one that y'all remember you don't become a one, but yeah. that's the language a lot of people use. That's the branch um, I grab onto when I'm falling down yes, the unhealthy seven tree. I grab onto you take one. on. Yes, you yep. take on unhealthy one behavior. So kind of can you just give a little description for you? What, <laughs> well, one what of the reasons like I was, you. wanted you on here is I wanted you to say, Annie, when I've seen you do this, it looks like you get very, so the way, I mean, you really have seen this a lot in our years of living together and being friends since middle mm-hmm. school, but I get, everything has to be done perfect and right away. It gets mm-hmm. when I, because the you get thing, more serious, I get more serious. Sure. I get yes. quicker at answering. I get, 
Um, we do not have time for fun. We have got to get this stuff finished. And there is not a lot of grace in, when I do that if I'm right. unhealthy. Now, I can mm-hmm. I can be falling down that seven tree and grab onto mm-hmm. a one branch, and it saves me and stops the things. Because mm-hmm. whatever was spiraling out of control, we mm-hmm. now have order to it. And so mm-hmm. now we can do it correctly and get it done. It's up to me what my attitude is when that is going on. Absolutely. Or And if you want care to stay in that or not, you know, like sometimes mm-hmm. I, f- I find myself like six feels maybe because there is action and movement. It yeah. feels like a little better, yeah. you know, like yeah. a little, even though it's chaotic and it crazy. Feels, when, when I really drop into it or grab onto it, I like that analogy. Mm-hmm. It feels like I've drank a cup of coffee and I don't drink coffee. Like yeah. if, if yeah. I, if I'm, and if I can not have anger as the attached emotion, though sevens do mm-hmm. carry a lot of anger. Right. If I can not be angry, but just be focused, it is like a mm-hmm. caffeine shot in me. Yeah. And I, I would say too, that um, I, I think that it's important that this is one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, knowing your wing, it's fine. Knowing this and the people around you knowing this about you, mm-hmm. how helpful is that if your best friend is like, Hey, I'm seeing you get a little serious here. You know, right. what's, what's going on? Right. Why are we down the cylinder? Why have we grabbed out? You know, like these are really helpful to know as a community yeah. as well. Like yeah. it's, it is helpful for yourself. Yeah. But it's also like can be red flags for other mm-hmm. people as mm-hmm. well when they see differences. So before we move to the security number, I'm going to just have my little list right here. I'm just going to mm-hmm. buzz through real quick where each number, what branch each number grabs onto as they right. are dropping down the yep. cylinder. And for our friends listening, we will, th- when any of summer starts this week, we start with the eights and we go to the sevens, eight, nine, one, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, six, seven. And in each show, we dive deep into this with each of the guests. So if this feels like lofty for your brain, just hang on because we're going to dive into this. So eights, grab on to five. Their their stress number is five. Mm-hmm. Nines, stre- as you were just saying, stress number is six. Ones, go to four. Twos, go toward eights. Threes, go to nine, which I think is so interesting. Fours, go toward two. Fives grab on to seven, which is fascinating. Sixes mm-hmm. grab on to three, and sevens, as we talked about me, I grab on to a one. And I think that's helpful. Why I wanted you to just, yes, I have seen you in your stress number, but I think it's helpful for you as a seven to describe it because you have the words of exactly what happens. And again, that's why it's helpful to listen to podcasts about people or ask your friends what it feels like right. for them because another seven may use different words. Yeah. And you saw the behaviors, but. I can't, you you didn't always see the motivation behind the behaviors. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one more thing about the stress number is that really when we take on the behaviors of our stress type, whatever, we kind of let out what we normally would repress. Do you have thoughts of how that works with you from seven to one? Yeah, I'm thinking about it because I think what happens in my oneness, what comes out, not my oneness, I'm only a seven. What happens when mm-hmm. I grab right. on to that one branch is this repressed thing in me of organization and mm-hmm. and order. And because right. I think the rest I think what thing I really thrive on is let's get in the car and not know where we're driving. Let's yes. make a dinner decision right. in the moment. Let's um I really thrive on spontaneity and right. and and so what I repress is organization. And so yes. when I feel stressed, I grab onto that Enneagram 1 
and I say, okay, I'm going to pull myself out of this stress by not repressing the organization that lives in me anymore. Right. Is that right? And I I would say that, and I would add as a possibly, could it be that <laughs> as a seven, having all the options open feels really important. So you can't be organized and know all the details of all the options. So oh, that like, yes. na- that like, whoop, zoops in all of the things when you take on behaviors of a one. And so that organization comes out, the having to control details comes out, the having the one right way comes out. That's interesting. I, I, my, I'm excited for our friends listening as they grow to know their type and start looking Mm -hmm. at where they go and stress, asking themselves that same question. What do you repress in your normal number that Mm -hmm. you see being released Mm-hmm. when you are going towards your stress number and grabbing hold of that branch. Right. And it's not going to feel good and it's going to be a messy version of it because you're not good at that thing. Yeah. You know, whatever's yeah. leaking out is not going to be awesome, yeah. but you need some of it too. Like yeah. you need the healthy version of what's leaking out. You need to practice it. You need to be better at it. Right. But um, so that it feels more comfortable. And and before we move on to yeah. um, to security, I think people a lot of times are like, how do I even know what I'm looking for? I don't know any, if I, as a nine, I, what, I don't even know anything right. about a three. Right. That's the next step of the work that's kind of cool. Yeah. Is, like, I think Suzanne says, you know, once you go and learn about, like, I learned all about type nine, mm-hmm. now go, I should go to three and six. And I need to learn about their levels of development so I can see wow. some of the behaviors I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it does get deeper and bigger and, but to do, that's what, when, when people refer to the work and you're like, what the crap does that even mean? What does right. the work mean? It's okay. Next step, learning about three, learning yep. about six for me as a nine Yeah, and seeing the things that I'm look the behavior, the average to unhealthy behaviors I'm looking for. That'll hopefully wake me up a that's little bit. That's smart. That's really so, smart, Haley. Yeah. Okay. Let's, I have one more question for you. So oh, how do you think you can intentionally use one for your benefit? Well, I mean, I think, I think that's a question all of us need to ask is yes. how do you choose to use it instead of just falling down into it all of a sudden? Yeah, that's what I've been thinking about since I talked to Suzanne about it, too, is how does this serve me? How does yes. this actually help me take care of myself? And yes. I genuinely think that the way I the the gift of going toward one and stress keeps me from spinning out in, in disorganized, let's just have fun, gluttony, um, nothing matters. I'm not going to do anything. Forget it all. Mm-hmm. I, I can, on my very worst days, that's what I feel. And so mm-hmm. having this ability to grab onto the one and say, also, there is a right way. And here is Mm -hmm. the right way. And now I will put my energy toward doing the right thing at the right time and getting it done. I think it really, it takes care of me. It does. And, uh, and also reminding of the cylinder, if you're higher on your cylinder of a seven, Uh you're going to actually reach out to higher on the cylinder of the one also, you know, like you're kind of like, it's not, it's not go, go gadget arms. It can't, you can't be, at a yeah, yeah. right. You're going to, you're going to take on the behaviors of whatever level. The healthier we are in our number, the healthier we grab to the number that we go to in stress. Yeah. And again, that's intentional. You're not going to do that. And you're not going to do that intentionally. Yep. um, Yep. For sure. So, and I think that's a good, that's a good kind of 
segue over to security because that one feels better. Yes. <laughs> that one feels like it's something that's something well, good that's happened. You're I'm adding very to your... interested to talk to you about this because I actually yeah. like my oneness more than I like yeah. my fiveness. <laughs> so yeah. I want you to explain what a security number is. So there's one we go to mm-hmm. in stress and there's one we all go to in security. What does that even mean? Right. Okay. So when, again, we're back on that cylinder. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when you're making good, intentional, conscious choices, uh, qualities of just a kind of another level of growth become accessible to you that aren't normally uh-huh. accessible for me as a nine. I take on these healthy qualities of a three. So in the middle, remember when we're average to autopilot, those are the typically the real recognizable behaviors, I guess you could say, of your type. Yeah. But as you move up, those are loosening up. You're not going to see as much of the structure and rigidness because the personality is letting go. And you can be, like we said, like we keep saying, more intentional, make better choices or make different choices than your personality is going to force you to cope into. And so you... It, your personality has less of a hold the higher you go on the cylinder. Right. So, as a nine, you get more integrated. Yes, that's that uh, the integrated word we talked about growth. Yep. You know, security. Kind of. There's there's several ways to look at it, um, and different enneagram teachers call it different things, but it's all the same thing. Yeah. As a nine, when I am in a secu- when I think about it, it's when I'm in a comfortable, secure. I know who I am. Mm-hmm place. Um, and, and again, so I don't have to use as many coping strategies of my personality yeah. is when I see my three kick in. My normal kind of laid back, I'll go with whatever, becomes far more of a leader, a doer. Mm-hmm. I get things done. I, I describe it, it's almost like an engine. It's mm-hmm. like I, I get an engine. I, it's a feeling when I get to three. Yeah. Um, like eights, nines, and ones, the body types, I think it's easier for us to identify when things are, I can feel it. I feel different. I literally feel different in my body Yeah, when I am kind of in that three space. And, um, like, like camp is a, that I think I operate as a three, probably the whole time I'm there when I'm planning for, because I'm, I'm so comfortable and secure in it. And I, I know it and it's, I'm very three ish. In that yeah. space. Yeah. Because yeah. that's a place a where you lead and we're really, we've gone to camp, yes. the same camp our whole lives. We know what right. it's like. So, and mm-hmm. you know that everyone, everyone respects your leadership there. So your nineness steps right. in. You, you're, it does. So is it still grabbing a branch, Haley? Because it's not like we're falling. If, no, if, if, if you can imagine it like just like picking fruit. How about we go with that? Okay, like okay. The good fruit, the, the healthy fruit. I don't know. That's I just great. made that up. You're grabbing branches as you're falling. You're picking fruit for <laughs> you know, your security number. You're picking yeah. the good things great. up high. Yeah, great. That's um, great. And adding them to your get. Because remember, you're also doing really well in your nineness when yeah. you're up there. You're yeah. at your best. You're or you're really like your nineness is actually kind of taking a back seat. You're, you are at your best yeah. <laughs> in that space. So it is like all of these healthier behaviors that are, that have come on. And for me, you know, the, one of the core issues for a nine is that we don't believe it matters if we step into something. We don't right. believe it matters if right. we do something like the world's going to go on. And threes are like, dang, it matters if I'm here. Yes. I am, I am here. I am confident. I'm leading. Yeah. So you, I can very easily see how that three energy is, is helps me and moves me forward Mm -hmm. in that space. And because of the work I've done, 
I can almost step into it now. I can yeah. almost like say, I take on the threeness. Like today, yeah. even today, as I was driving over here, I was like, I, I need a little threeness, you know, to, oh, to wow. do something like this, to yeah. do, to step out and be an Enneagram coach. Yeah. That was very not a nine thing because that was not comfortable. That yeah. was new. That was something I had no idea to put myself out there and do that. So I needed that threeness to do that, to do those things. Hey friends, taking one last quick break from this conversation, tell you about one of our amazing partners, Ancient Nutrition. If you're like me, you're seeing and hearing about the positive effects of collagen everywhere, in my feed, with my friends. It's all over, but it's way more than just hype. Here's the deal. You can get the very best collagen on the market from Ancient Nutrition. Ancient Nutrition has one goal, to transform the health of every individual on the planet with history's most powerful superfoods. Whether you want to improve your physical health or sharpen your mind or just feel like your best self, Ancient Nutrition makes supplements that get real results that you can see and feel. All Ancient Nutrition products are made from the highest quality ingredients and they're rigorously and repeatedly tested for purity. Their best-selling multi-collagen protein powder includes five types of collagen. Who even knew there were five types, you guys? It is the first and only collagen on the market with clinically studied ingredients proven to help reduce joint discomfort as early as day one. Improve five lines and wrinkles after just four weeks and transform your overall skin tone after eight weeks. And since it's unflavored and dissolves in any liquid, you can put a scoop into your morning chai, your smoothie, or even in baked goods. I love to include it in my tea in the mornings. What a great way to get a little extra protein plus all the other benefits of Ancient Nutrition's proven formulas. Right now, Ancient Nutrition is offering 20% off your first order. When you go to ancientnutrition.com right now and enter the promo code, that sounds fun at checkout. That's ancientnutrition.com, enter promo code, that sounds fun for 20% off your first order. Ancientnutrition.com, enter promo code, that sounds fun at checkout. And now back to finish our conversation with Enneagram coach Haley Watkins. Yeah, let me tell everybody what number. So we'll start okay. again with the eights. And remember, this is yeah. when you are secure, when you feel safe. This mm-hmm. is the fruit you're grabbing from the tree to help you. You are not falling. You are yes. growing. This is when you're healthy right. mm-hmm. and adding to you. Adding to, adding your to you. So an eight goes toward a two. A mm-hmm. nine goes toward a three, as you just explained. A one goes toward a seven. A two goes toward a four. A three goes toward a six, a four goes towards one, fives go towards eight, which I think is fascinating. Six goes to nine, and me as a seven, we go toward five, and when we're Mm -hmm. in our secure number. Yeah, Um, I'm married to a 90% positive five. Um, Are you really? You know, four four and five, we're stuck in the middle there, so... But, but what I think is helping confirm it for him Mm -hmm. is that he is in a space right now where I see a lot of eight. Oh, (laughs) I see a lot of energy. I see this willingness to be out there and not care what people think, which fives kind of are that way. Anyway, there's a lot of similarities between five and eight, which is fascinating when you think about it. Yeah. But I see some of that coming out and I've been calling it out and Mm -hmm. saying, Mm -hmm. This is an interesting space for you to be in because I see eightness. Um, so it it's definitely there for sure. Wow, that's cool. Impossible. Okay, so for yeah. me, so this is, Haley, this is why this is so interesting for me because 
I don't love, I mean, when I go toward five, when I am very secure and when I am, when I am operating in, in a healthy Annie, when I'm doing well in my sevenness, I actually Mm -hmm. think I'm the most fun when I'm just all the way seven. When I Mm -hmm. go to five is when I slow down to make decisions. It's when Mm -hmm. I am more thoughtful. It's when Mm -hmm. I am more, I can tell I'm able to measure things better. I don't rush around, but I kind of like rushing around. (laughs) Yeah. And it it may not be, uh, you know, as comfortable all the time, but like, I mean, your word is savor. Like that is a five. A a five is savoring everything to the bottom of the bucket. Mm -hmm. Like all there's never a bottom of the bucket for them. Right. Right. They want it. They're they keep going until they try to find one. Mm -hmm. I think what I would say to for you to consider is that, you know, where sevens have this like real typically described autopilot sevens. Yes. We're not Spending, right? Right, right. <laughs> are typically shallow and about a lot of things. Right. They dip in all, you know, really wide, mm-hmm. but very shallow mm-hmm. in all of their interests and sometimes in relationships and sometimes in everything they do. Yeah. A five is deep in specifics. Mm-hmm. Like one thing, one relationship specifics. Right. One wow. Goal specifics. One interest deep. And that, that is what you need (laughs) as a seven. You need that depth, not in everything that would be too much, right? but in some things you need the depth of looking at all sides of it, of looking at fives have a good, are okay with hard things, are okay with sadness, are okay with difficulty. Mm. They're kind of objectively just observing the whole of it. Yes. And that's, I think, where sevens are like, oh, let's stay on this side of it, but the fives have the opportunity to look at all of it. And one thing when I was preparing that I thought was really cool was saying, like, even creative sevens, how much better of a product can resonate with more people when the seven is able to look at all pieces of something to the depth of it and not just the the top uh shallowness of it so i think you do do that well thank you yeah i i could learn to appreciate it more yes and i think you i think is this i don't think it's too personal but like when you're with just kind of our four friends yeah your sevenness wanes you know like the the outwardness like i would say you like you tell you are so smart and you're so wise and you're like talk to us about the things you're interested in. I see some five-ishness when you're comfortable with us. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like in that relationship that you can let go of the the autopilot seven yeah, stuff. Yeah. If that makes I, sense. One of the Would things I noticed, yeah, 100%. One of the things I noticed okay. is the people I'm most comfortable with, I talk the least around. Yeah. Like and that's I, five-ish. I yes. mean, realistically, you're, you're just observing. Yes. You're kind of, you're settled, you're observing, and that's good. Like when you're yeah, in that space, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like thinking sure. and observing and yeah. kind of filing. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. And, wow, cool. And I'll and I'll add too, is like, again, we got to remind ourselves, we don't become a five. Like you don't become a five. Right. I don't become a three. I can't maintain, I am not a three and I cannot maintain the energy of a three because I'm a nine. Yeah. After camp, I need to like 
crawl in a hole, a dark hole. Yeah. yeah. And no one talk to me and be quiet and do accomplish nothing for just a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Because it exhausts me where a three can maintain that energy. I mean, can you even imagine can maintain that energy? You can't imagine because you're seven. Yes. For like ever until they hit a wall, you know, yes. like, and that's what threes, you'll be careful. Yeah, you will hit a me wall. too. Three sevens and eights, man. We can, we can go, go, go until, until I yeah. literally slam into something yeah. or someone usually. Yes, exactly. But that's why five doesn't feel totally comfortable because you're not a five. Yes. But yes. you need it sometimes. You yeah. need it. And you need to pull back into it and then get back to, you know, the and healthy the seven The fruit time, really so. helps me. The fruit and the falling down the tree. This tree analogy you've brought to us is so helpful for me because I think, yes, when I am falling, I grab onto the one to stop falling. When mm-hmm. I am secure, that is the, f- the five is the fruit that feeds me. Like the, right. that is yes. what, it is the yeah. savoring thing for me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So as each number is hearing this and as we go through this series, when you're mm-hmm. listening to your stress number and your security number, it's you're gonna want to listen all three. Yeah. Yes, yes. Realistically. Yeah. yeah. Because you you wanna make sure. So I wanna pay attention to the seven show because yeah. we talk about being a seven, but I'm gonna listen to the five show and the one show yeah. because I resonate with those numbers. Yes. Yes. And what you know, what kind might be interesting too for kind of the work people could do is to go back to last summer where they talked more about their own type, like go back and listen to, like I could go back and listen to three and six. Yeah. More intentionally. Yeah. And Beatrice Chestnut is a fantastic, if you, if you people out there want to know about subtypes, Beatrice Chestnut's your lady. Yeah. Um, She has a great example or definition to me of what kind of the work is and of what you even do with all this information that we just gave you. She says that it's an ongoing conscious effort to kindly and objectively observe ourselves, honestly reflect on the meaning and sources of what we observe and actively work to counter our automatic tendencies. Yeah. So that's the work it's noticing. Um, I, th- I think there's even people are talking about like this practice of noticing now, which mm-hmm. is like really a cool thing to think about. Yeah. Of just noticing what's going on and where you are going in that cylinder or, you know, whatever. Tell me how reaching out, tell me how knowing our number, the number we identify mm-hmm. with most. Again, one of the things that Suzanne taught me, la- I think it was Suzanne taught me last year is like, I don't need to say I am a seven. I'm just Annie. But I identify Mm -hmm. most closely with being Mm -hmm. a seven. I also identify with being an author and a podcast. Like all these things are parts of me. They are not fully me. Exactly. It's just one part of you. Right. As we figure out what number we identify with, as we figure out where we go in security and in stress, how does this help our spiritual lives? Uh, I mean, I... I think this is really a place where it's like you can invite the Holy Spirit into this and make it so much more powerful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, help me with the red flag or like, help me notice, help me kindly observe myself and not beat myself up because of what I'm noticing. Yeah. Because that is a lot of our tendencies is to be like, oh my God, that's awful. You know, like it it is inviting the kindness and the goodness right <laughs> of the holy spirit to say what if we what if we looked here or what if we did this or yeah. ding 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 we're headed down this road again that just inviting that presence and really can make it a deeper more meaningful and experience mm-hmm. realistically i think and and like we have said it, it is not only for us it is how we um 
it increases our empathy for others, yeah. you know, like our, 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 the compassion we have for others, all of these like fruits of the spirit we long for, like if we're understanding other people, how much easier are those to show up? Yeah. Um, if we're not just kind of having the, our unmet expectations from people or th- taking things personally that shouldn't be taken personally, yeah. um, yeah. that it, that it can really affect our relationships in a really meaningful way as well. Mm-hmm. So both, both of those things. Wow. Haley, this is so good. This is so deep, but also like really to me, the analogy and the way we can use both of these numbers that, right. that help us be healthier emotionally, spiritually, phys- for me, physically, even like I know what's going on in my body better when yes. I'm, yes paying attention to all sorts of different mm-hmm. tools, one of them being yep. the Enneagram. Okay, so as we jump into Ennea Summer, what's some encouragement you'd give us about learning ourselves and and doing some of this work? Like, help us, especially the sevens who we don't get our show for a couple of weeks. Why? <laughs> tell me about listening to the others, about what it, what is, what do we have to gain this month by being a part of Ennea Summer? Suzanne Stabile has a great, and she may talk about this on hers, is that she says, you know, there is enough work to do just with stress and security with your lines to oh, like wow. last a lifetime. Wow. You know, like there, there is other, when I, I, that phrase is like the work you do. Yeah. I, I'd like, like, what does that even mean? I like yeah. handholds. <laughs> yeah. This figuring out and watching yourself and trying to regulate your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors in real time, yeah. like as they're happening, yep. you know, pausing before you move forward, thinking, intentionally choosing instead of just habitually mm. flying into things yeah, can be lifelong work. And again, where, where wings are like interesting, like you can do, this is the answer to when people say, what do you even do once you find your type? Yeah. Okay. What what do you do when you're when you're secure? What do you do when you're stressed out? Yeah, and watch and listen and pay attention. And um, as people are moving, you know, listening each week, this is your opportunity again to learn about other people. To not mm-hmm. say I need I want to know all. I can't wait for my number sevens. <laughs> I think know. about your friend. You know, like <laughs> who are your friends? Yeah, you know, think listen to their type and say, does this resonate? Like, what was the most important? Have conversations like that. What what was loudest to you or mm-hmm. what rang true, most true for you or what did not, what didn't land? Cause yeah. there's going to be a lot that doesn't land either because we are all different and That's there are right. so many factors that affect us. But as you listen to the types uh, that, that I think that would be um, my biggest encouragement is just yeah. think about a, a person, you know, yeah. think about a body, you know, and then have a conversation with them about yeah. it and see what, see what they say. If it makes everybody feel better, I'm also having to record the sevens last. We also record yes. in the order that they release. <laughs> and so not only do you not hear the so sevens till the end, till. I have to wait as well to have the conversation with the sevens. Hey, Lars, yeah. is there anything we didn't say about get people learning their Enneagram number they identify with and where they move in stress and security that you want to make sure they hear on this inaugural Ennea Summer 2021 episode? I think the, the thing that I walk away from every uh, workshop that I do is I say, okay, that in this last hour, however long it is, it's a fire hose of information. Yeah. So don't like let your brain cross and then walk away from it with nothing. It's like, no, sit with it. Yeah. Think it through. 
make an intentional plan. Nothing. Knowledge is not transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Suzanne. She, I think that's another one of her things, isn't it? That's, I don't um, know. I, I, if she said that it's brilliant. <laughs> somebody, said it. That's yes. awesome. It's not transformation. You have to do something with it. Yep. So make yep. a plan for the next, what do you do? One a week or two a week, nine, however many weeks, two a week, these pod, two a week, two weeks. So it's going to be next few four, weeks five to weeks say, I want to be intentional. I want to be mm-hmm. noticing. I want to be thinking. You're going to mm-hmm. have to have some quiet time. You're going to have to set aside some reflection time. Right. It's it's not just going to happen. Right. It doesn't just happen. It's there's going to have you're going to have to pay attention. Like we keep saying, you're yeah. going to have to pay attention. Yeah. I and I you and I both will say that learning about the Enneagram has helped me learn about me. And has mm-hmm. changed the way I do relationship with God and with friends and mm-hmm. romantically Absolutely. and at work and yep. every way. It is mm-hmm. it is one of the tools besides counseling that I uh, contribute the most mm-hmm. growth in the last decade of my life to. Yeah. So. And, but it's not magic also. That's it's right. It's not magic. It's work. It's, it's, right. it's, it's funny and it's fun and it feels magic on, on Instagram. I absolutely get that. But it's work. I mean, mm-hmm. it really is. For anything to happen, you're going to have to sit with it. You're going to have to observe yourself, and you're going to have to make some more intentional choices Yeah, realistically. Okay, so. we'll do it. Good job, Haley. That's You're Thanks. very, very good at this. You're an excellent coach. Where can we keep up Thanks. with you? Well, um, you can go to my website, Haley Watkins. Enneagramcoaching.com. If you are interested in having me out for uh, your group or corporate team or in any setting, um, like I said, that's kind of what I specialize in. That's what I really enjoy. Um, and I will travel for such things <laughs> as well. And then my um, Instagram is also Haley Watkins Enneagram Coaching. Uh, my plate is a little full at this time, so I am not as active as I would love to be on Instagram, but maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I mean, one day I will. Maybe this month. My children will stop jump being in. pains in the booties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The, your children, your oldest son is my OG original mini oh BFF. Oh my gosh. He is. So he likes me to drive him lots of places. I know. <laughs> That's what happens when you're 14, right? That's my main job. Chauffeur. Um, Haley, the last question we always ask, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Um, you know, Annie, I was thinking a lot about this because I knew it was coming. And um, I think because I'm in the middle of major camp planning, yeah. What sounds fun is if somehow we could go back <laughs> okay. to all when we were at camp and like just for a minute. I mean, I I like my my husband and my kids, but just for like one week, if we could time machine back yeah. into when it was just up all night, setting up games, Frenchman, Molly, all yeah. of that. Just that sounds. Yeah, really there were a couple fun. of years where you and I were in charge of the first thing that happened in the morning at camp, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. after the night before, after the service ended, so at ten o'clock, is when yeah. we'd be like. Somebody Smart. go get the buckets of goldfish, <laughs> not the not the food, so the live goldfish. Someone yeah. go, someone go tape down. I mean, we just we spent hours so setting fun. up for forty five minutes yeah. of games with yeah. five hundred campers. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah, so that it's sounds a, great, a little fun. That's a, I mean, someday <laughs> we should get your dad and my mom and a bunch of people on the podcast and talk about you know my mom got saved at the same summer camp. Right. That well, I mean, we, I met Jeff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I met my husband. I, yeah, it's, 
all my kids have been now. And yeah, it's a, it's an important place. And it was super, super duper fun. Like in our t- early twenties. Yes. When we, when we were, were both in the joint. we were teaching school. So <laughs> yeah. we had all summer off. I know. And oh we gosh, would just so lived for, I mean, my whole summer was yeah. summer camp. I remember being at yeah. your pool in the neighborhood you and Jeff lived in, in June. No, it was in July. It was after camp. And I remember saying to you, we're getting paid the same today as we get paid in November. <laughs> that was also pretty fun. <laughs> getting paid. That yeah, was pretty fun. Paid. Yes. <laughs> um, Haley, I love you. Thank you for doing this. I'm so grateful. I love you. You're very gifted at this. Thanks. And I, I feel well, like you've you been so really much for asking today. me to do it. Yeah, of course. Well, good. I hope so. Oh, friends, isn't she just the best? Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. There's a reason she's been my best friend our whole lives. Be sure to follow along. Make sure you're subscribed as we jump in to hearing from each of the types and where they go in stress and where they go in security, which is the fruit that helps them and which is the branch they grab onto. What a great analogy. And make sure you follow Haley Watkins Enneagram Coaching. Tell her thanks for being on the show and how helpful today was. And maybe you, like me, need to listen to this one one more time to get all the information. I just feel like we are in a class and I love it. I'm very excited, can you tell? And y'all, June is coming for us. And you know what happens in June? We're taking this podcast on the road. I hope you've already made plans to be with us for one of the stops on the That Sounds Fun tour. But if not... You can still get tickets. Just go to AnnieFDowns.com for all the details. I cannot wait to see y'all. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. And I will do the same. Have a great week. We've got a busy week here on the podcast for you. A couple of extra episodes. We got something for you tomorrow and Wednesday. And then we'll see you back here on Friday for my conversation with our Ennea Summer 2021 Type 8s.